Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Kay. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. We are both moms, educators, kidding around yoga teachers, and trainers, and now podcasters. In this podcast, we will talk about using research-based tools and strategies to help increase mindfulness, self-awareness, connection, self-regulation, and peace in your home or classroom. Join us weekly for some fun and insightful conversations where we will take a deep dive into all things kids yoga and mindfulness. We are super excited to announce this month's contest. We are giving away a kids yoga certification course. This can be a live in-person training, a virtual option, or a self-paced online option. All you have to do is rate the podcast and give us a review. Take a screenshot of that review and email it to me at kellywinkler at kiddingaroundyoga.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-W-I-N-K-L-E-R at kiddingaroundyoga.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mindful Conversations with Kay. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Christy. How's things going? Things are going all right over here. Yeah. 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 School year's winding down. Yeah. You know, it's mixed emotions over here. My daughter had her last day of official classes today uh, because she's a senior. So exciting. All at once. Yeah. She's, they do a, they do a little transition period for the seniors. They finish now with their actual classes and then they go into some senior service. They volunteer um, for a couple of weeks uh, at a different, all different locations. The kids can choose what they want to do. So I love that. Yeah. So she's going to be volunteering at the local elementary school. So she's looking forward to that, but yeah, mix of emotions today. Yeah. And, and, and as, as a mom, (laughs) a lot of mixed emotions, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Even this morning when she was going off, I was like, oh, this is weird. (laughs) This is a weird feeling, but I'm excited for her. She's excited for the next phase. Yeah. 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 It's a a time of transition. I have my oldest is uh, finishing middle school and he'll be transitioning to high school next year. So yeah. Yeah. Time time marches on. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a time of transition. And I think back to feel, doesn't feel that long ago that they were like toddlers and, you know, we were like battling it out with the, with the terrible twos and, Oh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, all of this, it, it just brings, brings to the forefront for me anyway, just the importance of the time that we get to spend together with our, with our kids and those times that we get to be with them and, and uh, just hang out as a family and, and visit and, and, and try not to be in this state of just busyness and, 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 you know, trying to do all the things and and get everything done and going from place to place. And so you think about some of the important times to be together and, and which, brings us to our topic today, actually, quite nicely, because uh, we're talking about mealtime today and mindfulness yeah. at mealtimes. Yeah, mealtimes are, you know, can be a, such a great time for families to come together and connect, but can also be a stressful and chaotic 
time of day, and especially when they're little, that's a challenging time of day when um, either, either coming home from a long day of school or when they're in that toddler phase, it's just they're getting tired and um, they're, a lot of them are picky eaters at that time and that can be really challenging and frustrating. So it can be a great time for families to connect and I think we have to be really mindful about that. But it's also a challenging time for some family or for a lot of families for most, you know, at some point or the other, whether it's challenging because you have little ones and they're picky or you have big ones and they have lots of different activities and you're running here and there and trying to squeeze in meal time is tough. Mm -hmm. So I think it, it's a great topic to talk about because I think we do have to really kind of dial in and be mindful so that we can make it, uh, you know, the best that we we can for yeah yeah I used to I used to always say that it was the witching hour right that yeah. 5 p.m kind of time slot where when the kids were younger anyway and yes. and it was they were tired I think that was just it it was you know the, the day had been long and they were tired they were getting hungry and then and then as the parent that's that's challenging because yeah. you're trying to manage those those emotions that your little kids are having and then you're trying to you're like I know they're hungry I know they need to eat but and I'm trying right. to get meal to you know the cooking then or whatever it is that you're doing and uh, yeah that that is definitely a uh, a challenging time uh with the little ones where did you have did you have picky eaters in your kids you know I did I have four kids and so at different times some were pickier than others and different stages kind of they went through and like, you know, even now, um, you know, even now my, my daughter, she's, you know, she's 18, but, but she's, she's very vocal about, you know, health now and what she wants to eat and what she doesn't want to eat. So she's, she's now, um, picky in the way that she, she wants to pick and choose like her healthy choices and doesn't always, you know, agree with some of the choices that I might make on a, on a busy night. And I don't have a lot of time to make a lot of like, might be perfect, healthy meals, you know, when we're rushed. So we have that, but when they were toddlers, yeah. I, you know, my, my one son, especially was, was one of those kids that had like his five choices of things he would eat. And like, that was it, you know, and that was it. And he didn't want to see anything else on his plate. So Dinosaur we nuggets, to, mac and yeah, cheese, hot dogs. Hot dogs, yep, 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 pizza, <laughs> you know. Yep. And um, so yeah, so we we did go through through that kind of phase definitely um at different times. So and and it's interesting because you know it's can be frustrating as a parent, right? You cook this big meal and you want you to give your kids like healthy nutrition. And then, you know, they, they just want to refuse and they want to refuse anything green and all of this stuff. And some of it's about sensory stuff. Some of it's about textures. They don't like the, the texture of some things or smells. My mm -hmm. daughter also, when she was my oldest, when she was young, had a very strong sense of smell. And if she didn't like the way something smelled, like she was not going to eat it. There was mm -hmm. just no way around it. And it used to be very frustrating until I started really learning about the nervous system Yep. And then I was like realizing that really with when they're triggered like that by their senses, their stress response is set off. And then really they don't feel hungry. They don't feel hungry anymore. Yeah, yeah. We know that that's part of the stress response that, you know, blood flow goes away from your digestive tract to, you know, 
take it to your extremities if you're in that fight, flight, or freeze response. And so their stomach doesn't really feel hungry. It could even feel queasy. And so they really genuinely cannot want to eat once they're triggered. So it, it became really interesting to me to, to look at that, to see like, wow, how could we use some of these tools that we talk about for regulating our nervous system at mealtime, actually a little bit before mealtime <laughs> in preparation for right. getting them to the table and yeah. keeping them regulated and calm and in that where they might be more open to trying new foods or foods that, you know, they think are on their like, do not eat list. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I think too, um, just being willing to, you know, if there is a food that the kiddo is, is, is claiming not to like, or for whatever reason, and I, I have one that's, that's a little bit more sensitive to textural things too. And uh, my oldest, there's certain things it's just like, I just don't like the feel of that. Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing, but, uh, but being sensitive to that, but then also being willing to revisit it. And, and that's, that's always something that, that I do with my kids is, you know, listen, it's been a while since you've tried this yeah. and your tastes do change. I mean, I, there's things I didn't like as a kid and I love them as an, love it as an adult, you know, Absolutely. so, so taste change and, and, and to also try to not make assumptions. Cause I've done that before where I've, in fact, it, it was recently and it was, we were on vacation and and uh, we were uh, with some friends at their house for dinner and they made this, the most amazing stir fry. I mean, it was gorgeous. It was this beautiful, like so many different vegetables and beautiful mm -hmm. colors. And there was chicken and, uh, and I don't even know what kind of sauce, but anyway, I looked at it and I was like, I don't know, because sometimes with my kids, things mixed together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like they like things separate, but so I, I just, I just wasn't sure. Uh, plus with certain vegetables cooked, like my kids are big on raw vegetables. They'll sit and eat, a, you know, yes. lots of raw I veggies. Yeah. And, and they like salads, but, but certain cooked vegetables, you don't like, but anyway, so I was like, Oh boy. And, and, and if I would have been at home, I, I, I might not have served that to my kids. I might've said, but I'm telling you, they ate every last bit of it. They loved it. They thought it was so good. So not making assumptions. I know I have yes. to work on, on that. Yeah. And also I think it takes some flexibility too on both parts, right? Us being a little bit flexible in our thinking when, with things like that, sometimes we think they're not going to eat it. So we prepare different things and but also like flexible about like, you know, my youngest daughter, she loves broccoli, but she dips it in ketchup. You know, I think it's <laughs> completely strange and the rest of the family thinks it's disgusting, but Hey, she loves it. And she eats tons and tons of broccoli dipping it in ketchup and, and she yeah. enjoys it. She says it's delicious. And so, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, Hey, her taste buds are her taste buds. But then I also too thinking of teaching our kids a little bit about flexibility like just recently she's only seven so we still have some times where she can be you know like she we were having pizza and we're our kitchen is also in the middle of of uh renovations so so dinner's been challenging here so we were having pizza one night and the boys asked for you know a sicilian pie and i really didn't think much of it i ordered and she wasn't thinking in her mind that that was going to be what she was going to see. She thought she was going to get a triangle piece of pizza. And when it was oh. rectangular, it just threw her, you know, she was tired. It was a long day. Sure. <laughs> and the, the fact that the pizza was rectangular and not triangular, just she couldn't not get acceptable. over it. Right. Just unacceptable <laughs> at this point. 
and she couldn't get over it and it was tears and 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 my husband was just like it's pizza it's the same like it's just a different shape you know like <laughs> we couldn't like you know but she she couldn't be flexible and you know I'm we got through it and 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 everything she did end up eventually eating and calming down you know and later on we talked about that you know we had a conversation about like you know sometimes things don't show up the way we think it is but but mm-hmm. sometimes we just have to be a little bit flexible and give it a try and sometimes yeah. we'll like it you know and sometimes we won't and that's okay too but we have to give it a try and be a little flexible sometimes yeah, yeah. so i think there's a lot of important lessons that that we can learn sure. at mealtime you know, and I think one of the other things that that can be really effective in um, in giving your kids uh, more experiences with food or, or what have you is, is just including them in the whole process. I for for several years in a row in my community, I I taught a, a summer camp and I called it Healthy Kids in the Kitchen, and it was a week long camp for you know like I don't know two or three hours each day for a few days in a row, and what we did is we, um, it, we, we just learned about a bunch. Of, I, I had some real simple kind of um, meals that the kids, uh, that I taught the kids how to prepare. Mm-hmm. You know, we did baked chicken nuggets. We did kind of, we took, a, a made baked uh, chimichangas, you know, and, and all this, and just, just kind of little healthier versions of certain foods that I know, that I knew most kids liked. And and, but, you know, we, we went through and we had, you know, we had all that, we got all the, the, the groceries out that we needed and we kind of planned it, planned everything out. And, and then at the end of the week, we prepared a meal for, uh, for the, for the parents. And then the parents came and they, they got to have the meal. It was pretty cool. Really, really neat. And, and I, I had parents come in and say, you know, gosh, I can't believe you got my kid to eat whatever X, Y, or Z, whatever it was that they were eating. And they're like, oh, my kid never would have eaten that at home. But I think, having them take ownership of it and, you know, help to plan and help to prepare and help to cook. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I worked with the kids. I'm not suggesting everybody do this, especially with younger kids, but, you know, we worked on knife skills and how to actually, you know, be safe in the kitchen and how, how we use these tools and everything else. And they, they really, really enjoyed it. We made like, like zucchini noodles, you know, like pasta out of, out of veggies. So, so we did these yes. things and then we made, we did fries out of, we did sweet potato and zucchini. And I can't even remember what else, but I got some great recipes out of that. And the kids really enjoyed it. And there were certain, there was a couple things that they didn't like, but, but our, my, my rule at, at camp was, yeah, try everything. You got to just give it a try. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Yes. Yeah. I say that too. Be adventurous. I did that actually when I was a preschool teacher, we did a whole little unit um, about restaurants and cooking. And so we, we, we taught the kids about healthy foods and we made recipes and then they, they chose recipes. We made a whole menu and then we taught, we did, we did the knife skills and, you know, safely, these were four and five-year-olds. Sure. And uh, we were, we taught them, you know, we were cutting bananas and things sure, that were simple yeah. to cut mm-hmm. that we could do with a plastic knife. And we, we made a whole entire meal. We invited the parents and then they, they prepared everything. We like, we made our own pesto sauce and yeah. The, yeah, the whole thing. And then they served the food to the parents. Oh, they loved it. And then they got to eat everything too. And the same thing, parents were so amazed, you know, about how much they learned about healthy eating and how much they were willing to try things. And 
same with my, my own kids. Uh, we always like to, over the years, have had different gardens and grown different vegetables. And I know my kids are always so much more invested yes. when they, we go through that process of picking our own vegetables out of the garden, the zucchini or whatever, and then helping them me clean it and cut it and mm-hmm. cook it. Um, my youngest two especially enjoy being in the cooking in the kitchen. Um, my older two did when they were younger a little bit, but not as much as my, my younger two. Like for a while, my, my youngest would say that that's what she wanted to be is she wanted to be a chef. Um, so she, she really likes in getting in there and, and helping me prepare things and she'll yeah. be in charge of making the salad and, you know, and then she is willing to try it. Yeah. So it definitely makes a difference when they feel a little bit invested in the process. And as, as a parent, I think, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's, it's one of those things that we have to work on with ourselves, mm. maybe giving yourself a little bit of extra time to prepare a meal so that you can have your kid help. Cause there'd be times where I'd be rushed. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, let me just do it. Let me just get it. Done. But, yeah. but even planning the meals, taking yeah. the time and being mindful about that. Like if your child is a picky eater, including them in the meal planning may also be helpful because that can feel a little bit like they have a little bit more control and maybe they get to pick one of the vegetables that's their favorite and then they have one that's a little bit more adventurous for them that they're going to try and so that you can kind of work the meal around you know knowing that there's some foods that they're going to definitely eat and then some foods that they're you know they're going to be working on trying right so um right yeah you know one of the other things that i did uh with my kids is i i took out a bunch of my old cookbooks and I had them look through the cookbooks and say, you know, and I was like, you guys each get to choose uh, something you would like to help prepare. So then they, they could flip through and they could, you know, look at the pictures and look at the ingredients, mm. and see, you know, see what was in it. And, and then, and then I think they, if I remember correctly, they each chose a meal to, to help prepare. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot more of that in the beginning of quarantine. Yes. We were together yeah. a lot. That was one of the things I really enjoyed. <laughs> one of the few things that I enjoyed about quarantining, we did a lot of cooking together, a lot of baking together and looking through yeah. recipes and, and picking out some new things and yeah. trying, to, trying out some new, new ideas. But, you know, I want to talk about too, a little bit about some, some tools that you could use during mealtime or right before mealtime that could help. We talked about a little about keeping your kids regulated so that they're a little bit more relaxed and calm and open to, to the meal and to trying things. So um, one thing that is a fun thing that I like to do is, um, well, I, we haven't done it in a while, but um, to help them practice their deep breathing, we would do something that we called, um, uh, what did I say? It was called like, like a um, uh, detective, meal detective. And so I wouldn't tell them what we were eating for dinner and they would come in the kitchen and everything would be covered and they would just have to smell and see if they could guess. And they'd all take guesses on what the meal was, was going to be. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we'd, we'd, we'd have everybody guessing about the, what food was what. And if they couldn't, if they guessed it, great. Then we uncovered everything. But if they couldn't guess it, then I would, we would go the next step. They'd have to cover their eyes and yep. I would uncover and they'd get to get closer to the food and, and take a sniff and see if they could guess it. But it was all really getting them to take nice deep breaths to be regulated 
but we made it into a little bit of a game and, and then they were super excited to, to come to the table, which is also another challenge that you have sometimes just kids not wanting to be interrupted from their play or whatever they're doing to come to the table. So mm-hmm. making it inviting and fun to getting them to the table, turning into Genius. a little game. Yeah, I so love fun. that. I love that. Um, I, during our healthy kids in the kitchen uh, camps, one thing I handed out to the kids um, at the, it was probably at the end of the camp, I sent them home with uh, mealtime conversation starters, right? Mm. And so they could, they could cut them out, you know, cut them into strips and then, uh, and then just put them in a little jar. And then, um, you know, at the tail, and this was the instruction that I sent home is that, is that, uh, you know, at mealtime, you know, when you're all sitting down, hopefully, (laughs) again, uh, understanding that that does get, get challenging as the kids get older and they've got activities and all the things it it gets, it gets more and more challenging, but, but hopefully, you know, being able to sit down for at least, you know, a couple of times, you know, together a a week, but anyway, so, you know, you could take turns drawing out these um, conversation starters. And, uh, and, and it was kind of cool. And then just everybody gets to go around and answer some interesting question, you know, where in the world would you most like to travel or, you know, something, something like along those lines. Right. And so yeah. just, just sparking a different kind of a, you know, different, different kind of a conversation. I love that. I know when, when the kids were older, um, also when they got to a certain point where sometimes they were just kind of grumpy about coming to the table or they were bickering who was sitting yeah. where, and, you know, yeah. they get in those modes where yeah. they're just cranky you know, it was just, you know, we would just say, oh, everybody has to tell a funny story or tell a, tell a joke or something funny that happened in their day, you know, and some of, some of the best memories were, we would just tell a funny story from the past. You remember the time that dad did blah, 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 you know, and we would all start laughing and it just changed the whole energy of the room and kind of just make it a really nice connection time during the meal. Whereas everybody could have just like ate grumpily, like, real quick eat and everybody go off to their activities or their rooms or their homework or whatever it is they have to do. So, you know, trying to like be mindful of not just letting it be what it is. You can always try to like change that energy a little bit with a little bit of, you know, little mindful thinking. And, and like, you know, like we've said in the past and, and you mentioned it earlier, you know, doing it, doing it ahead of time, giving yourself just a little bit of a buffer so that you can, you can go into it, you know, ahead of time and, and, and sort of lighten the mood and, and, and lighten the energy and, and doing it consistently so that, you know, you're not trying to do this, this thing in the middle of a, of a meltdown. Right. So, cause yeah. And another thing that just popped into my head too, for, for younger kids, you know, with getting to the table, um, you know, a lot of occupational therapists talk about heavy work and that's, um, you know, doing, doing heavy work, like um, putting pressure on the muscles is really calming and regulating for the, for the nervous system. So if you're having trouble getting your kid to the table, again, making it like a game, like having them hop like a bunny or walk like a dinosaur, whatever that might be to really put that, you know, the, the, the that heavy work work those muscles getting to the table will be really helpful to be grounding for them or having them pull the chair out for you and put, you mm-hmm. know, or set the table. That's like another good example of getting them to use their muscles. And so even little things like that just can be, be really helpful to keep them in that calm state during the meal. 
A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. They could, they could choose which like, okay, what, what animal are, are, are we going to be when we, when we come to the table today? Right. And they could, mm-hmm. they could choose, choose an animal and everybody takes turns walking yes. like that animal <laughs> at the table. I love that. That's great. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I love this. Well, this is uh great, great tips and, and great conversation as usual. I would love to know what other people's mealtime uh, traditions are. If, if you have any, uh, we'd love to hear about what they are. If there's anything that you use during mealtimes that, uh, that, that's really helpful to you, we'd love to, we'd love to hear about all that. Go to the Facebook group and, uh, and let us know. Yeah. Awesome. It was great talking with you, Christy, and we will be back next week, everybody. All right. Thanks everyone. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to subscribe and give us a written review to help us reach others and share all the benefits of kids yoga and mindfulness. If you want more information on all that Kidding Around Yoga has to offer, you can find us at kiddingaroundyoga.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Kidding Around Yoga. We will meet you back here next week for another fun conversation with Christy and Kelly.